Hello, everybody. Oh. What it do? Welcome to another new episode of Technical File. We, oh, you know what we going today, goddammit. <laughs> I had to pull this shit out the goddamn closet. The old yuck mouth on the damn chest, but it's okay. Uh, I need the green and gold to show. Listen, we got a lot to talk about. Let's just hit that theme music and get right on into it. Episode 326 of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. And this your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three Dallas fans gonna be sick of me, a.k.a. Ass <laughs> Ketchum, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. I take the doves. We'll take all, all that shit, bro. Y'all gets nothing. I'm gonna leave it at that for now. No, he's not. Uh, I'm the Eric J. Only known as <laughs> the Eric J. And I'm Camille Poingard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door, you know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. gentleman. Wait for this. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. But better known as... No, 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 no. Where's the bell? We need that. We need that. Nope. You can you can try to try again next week. All right. <laughs> try again next week. Something gonna stick, goddammit. Hey, please bleep that. We ain't had that bleeped in a minute. We're gonna bleep that one. We're gonna bleep that one. We got Jake in the comments who mentioned the fact that he's forever offended that in our intro video, Tim's part is when he Lost to me in that race, and I'm not sure. Because as you all know, I won that race, regardless Did of what the So what we're not going to do is come on this podcast lying, goddamn. We ain't going to put these lies in the atmosphere like, Jake, I love you, my guy. But um, not, the, not the lies to start the show. <laughs> we got video footage. Yeah. I'm going to tell you the same thing I told a friend of mine who said that I, even Fat Tim was out of shape. Because I was Fat Tim around that time, too. Use a fat face, I lie. You are. <laughs> God dang it. Ah. Ain't no way in hell I ain't walking to the room and... Most rooms I walk in, I'm the fastest nigga there. <laughs> Most <laughs> rooms. <laughs> Definitely fastest mouth. Oh, that's yeah. a fact. Hey. Pause. Jesus. Good pause. Jesus. Good Christ. pause. <laughs> All right. Come rapidly. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> you ain't making it no better. Lord have mercy. All right. Let's get into <laughs> housekeeping here. Personal, yeah, yeah, yeah. So please make sure that you uh, share the show with your people. Word of mouth is the best way that we grow here <laughs> at the podcast. What that mouth do. <laughs> what that word of mouth do. need to know. Please let us know. Share the show with a friend as well as follow and subscribe on the youtube we greatly appreciate that i was just telling the guys here we were talking about our metrics and whatnot and i mentioned the fact that in 2023 mm -hmm. we doubled our youtube following it was like hey. our first real year trying out youtube and doing things on it so please subscribe hit the notification button so you can join us live when we record the show which is every tuesday around 7 p.m central time so mm -hmm. episodes drop every wednesday but you can see it live on tuesday be part of the show so come join us on youtube and do that for sure mm -hmm. do it Absolutely. Yeah, do that. No game needs a name this week. Let's just get into the topic discussions. Also, I think I just, if I remember searching right, today is the birthday of Aaliyah and Shawday. Mm -hmm. I oh, did not realize they both were born on the exact same day. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, not the same That's year. That's a beautiful birthday. Day. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. Gorgeous. All right. We got to start with the NFL. Y'all know we got to start with the NFL here. Because you know why we're here. <laughs> well, we're going to do this week. We're going to do a similar format to what we did last week, which is looking at the upcoming matchups for the divisional round, ranking the games one through four. I'm talking about. Hey, shout out to Brandon. He said you definitely didn't subscribe today. I appreciate you. Know hey, you, shout out, you know why you here. Shout out, bro. I was just telling him about you too, brother. Shout out, bro. Appreciate it. But yeah, we're going to talk about the matchups. There's four games this upcoming weekend. And of course, when we get to certain teams, we might just discuss what happened for that team to get. You know, might have You might if I play. stretch out a little bit. <laughs> Kick my feet up. <laughs> How's your couch? <laughs> so we all ranked the games that we're most excited to see from one through four here this upcoming weekend. Three of us have the same game for number one, but somebody here who does hey, not. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> yes, ultimate eight. Someone here who does not carry the G has a different game for number one, but you outvoted my brother, so we're gonna talk about the other game. Eric, let me ask you this because you 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 logic here amongst the four of us. When we start here talking about the Green Bay Packers, mm -hmm. should we start with Tim getting his jokes off, getting off all of the slander, or should we start with you know, actual football analysis of the game. We got to start with the motion because it's it's, it's, it's going to come out anyway, so we might as well give him his space. Let All him right. loose. So the game that we're most excited about here is, when I say us, I mean the three Packer fans in the mm -hmm. room here, myself. I mean the secret Packer Eric, fan too. He just, Tim, he got, our appearances say. Mm hmm he got a jersey. We're most excited to see this Green Bay-San Francisco game coming up because, woo, San Francisco's coming for body and play last week. But for mm -hmm. the Packers to be here, they had to beat the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas, a stadium that the Packers know very well. They actually they, they be winning a lot in AT&T <laughs> Stadium. I saw that earlier. I think Shannon Sharp mentioned it as well. Oh, Just, I got you. <laughs> no, Don't even I'm not even going to spoil it. So what I'm going to do here, I'm just going to let Tim ISO for a second. If you're new here let and you are unfamiliar let him cook. with Tech File, the TN Tech File, Tim, is going to give you all a lot of energy. So if you're a Packers fan, just turn the volume down a little bit. You might want to turn the volume down a little bit. Some of y'all might want to turn it up. Turn this shit up. Because Tim about to go in. Tim, <clears> go ahead and talk about, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to take my hand. <clears throat> go ahead. Sir. All right, so. This past weekend, there was the wild card, super wild card weekend. It wasn't really super. It wasn't. It was super <laughs> for me. They <laughs> <laughs> yeah, started to sound like the fan. Uh, I'm saying the games of the slate, like uh, oh, no, it, was, uh, it, it was. All right, so we're gonna start off with the best game of the week. That's the Packers versus the Cowboys. I don't give a shit what you talking about. What y'all fans talking? The game of the week was America's team <laughs> getting a dub. So we had the Green Bay Packers winning against the Dallas Cowboys, 48 to 32. Now, mind you, the score was not indicative of the game. Nope. Six minutes left in the game, it was 48 to 16. Yeah, the last 16 they scored. We let them have it. Yeah. That was for the sports betters. Y'all, y'all <laughs> had some shit on the table. Y'all had money on the books. Y'all had Dak throwing for over 350. Y'all had Ferguson getting over 100. Y'all had CD get over 100. Okay, we'll give that to y'all. We ain't gonna take everything from you, Dallas fans. We know you put money on that shit. So the problem here is that these Dallas Cowboy fans been talking crazy all year. Y'all been schmoozing all year. Yeah. I said y'all had a decent team all year, but y'all ain't gonna do shit. 
12 wins. They're a good team. 12 wins. For the third Number year in a row. Two seed. They're a good team. I had a co-worker. <laughs> Last week Thursday was like, hey, yo. They called me. Right, they called me. They said, hey, Tim, come here real quick. I said, what up? Hey, so-and-so put money on the Cowboys. I said, why you donating? What? <laughs> he was like, what you mean? Like, Answer me three questions, bro. 218. When's the last time Dallas got past the first round? Why you donate? <laughs> When's the last time the Cowboys beat the Packers? Wow. <laughs> When's the last time the Cowboys hey, did Have you ever been thing? swallowed up? <laughs> oh, my God. Because this weekend, god dang it, the Cowboys got swallowed. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Alright, so let me just I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on throwing facts at you and like Wait, do we still have those uh, organs? <laughs> well, give me give me the motherfucking diss track. What's that one? What's the what's the was it ether? No, not ether. What's the other one? It's like duh. <laughs> That one was, but some diss track. Anyways, if you got some diss track beat, oh, give me some of that. Cause I, like my boy LA Knight said, this ain't an insult. These are the facts of life. Oh, All right? Oh man. I even wrote down the facts for you. Came prepared. I didn't expect the TV Jakes. I'm swallowing reference tonight. I gotta say. Hey, you know what? Yeah. I'm cool with the organs. Fuck TD Jakes. Oh, <laughs> I'm cool with the organs. Crazy. Hey, he's wild. He is wild. We ain't talking about him today. We talking about the only TDs that happen on Sunday. Oh, this Sunday. Shit. <laughs> hey, from Green Bay. We ain't talking about no Jakes. No offense, my boy. No offense. Hey, we gonna let this man cook more often, fam. Hey. He, he hot. Fact. Dallas had nine All Pros this season. <laughs> the AP All Pro list just dropped four days ago. They got. I'm already hot. Let me go ahead and undo this real quick. I done fucked up my whole damn note. God damn it. I done fucked it all up. I'm shake again. Shout out to iPhone for the shake, rattle, and roll. All right, they got nine All Pros. First team, CeeDee Lamb. Offensive Player of the Year candidate. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Zach Martin, yeah. all pro guard. That's, that's what they say. Deron Bland, defensive player of the year candidate. Brandon Aubrey, I don't know how you got all pro as a place kicker, but shit, that's the shit they got going on in Dallas. Second team, Dakota Prescott. <laughs> Tyler and Ty Tyron Smith. <laughs> Not the full government. <laughs> Michael Parsons and Brandon Anger, the punter. Y'all got nine all pros. You know how many Green Bay got? One. Keyshawn Nixon made it. He was uh, alternate, though. He's first team, all pro. Oh, all pro, my fault. All pro. Thing, pro Fuck them pro fault. bowlers. You all right, pro. pro. <laughs> so y'all got a cold squad. Green Bay was the youngest team to enter the playoffs. Guess who number two was? Who? Dallas. Oh, I knew that. I was just queuing you up. So, <laughs> yeah, we don't want to hear that youngest team thing, but we can do the youngest team thing because that's still history in the making. <laughs> y'all had two... Players that are either considered for offensive player or MVP and Dak Prescott and CD Lamb. Two players considered for defensive player of the year slash all pro is Parsons and Bland. Two years undefeated at home. <laughs> Two. 16 you straight who, games. Wait, wait. You know who else is undefeated at ATMT Stadium? Green fucking Bay. <laughs> Michael Parsons showed up in a Bobby Boucher jersey. <laughs> Go get my water, boy. Go get the water, god dang it. Mama said it's the devil to play them Packers. <laughs> All right, Tim. The Cowboys, again, was the second youngest in the playoffs. Before it even hit halftime, we was up 27-0. I got a family group chat with like 30 people in it. There's 30 people in my, at least 30 people in my family group chat. My uncle started the game, and we scored our first touchdown. He said, 
Before the game started, he said, this is where the Green Bay Road ends. Good luck. Bullshit. I said, okay. We scored our first touchdown. You know what he said? Yeah, it's going to be a competitive game. <laughs> <laughs> we got up 27 nothing. I replied to Unk. <laughs> It was only competitive because we started at zero. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's it. He was in rare form. That's it. Rare I was in my family group chat going crazy. Oh, that's Whole funny. game. Because these cowboy fans thought this was the year. Go ahead and say this. What's that line again? This our year? Every year ain't y'all year. This our year. Every year. Ain't been Every time we play y'all. Ain't been the Cowboys year since 1995. 95. That's the last time they won to play, uh, got to the NFC Championship. Y'all won on 30 goddamn years. <laughs> 30 of them. Ain't did a thing, thing. But this was supposed to be y'all year. Cowboy fans, Jerry done bought the refs off. It, the refs is in Jerry's pocket. <laughs> he ain't did that shit the last 30. <laughs> but it was this year? Damn. Jordan Love came in. Dots. Dak Prescott, dots to the ops. <laughs> I feel him. I was loving it. <laughs> I couldn't sit out all damn game. I was standing up like this. God dang it. All game. Shut My wife said, why don't you sit down? I said, because every time I sit down, they throw a pick. You know what I did? I sat my ass down and he almost threw it to damn, uh, Devondre Campbell. I was like, damn. I fucked up that magic, but we almost there. We was almost there. It didn't matter, though. Y'all went home. Y'all stayed at home, actually. Y'all didn't even have to go home. Y'all was already at the crib. <clears throat> Rent free. I already knew we wanted Dallas. Last week. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. It's been over, bro. I'm just, hey, listen. Whatever y'all gotta say, it don't even matter. I had friends on Facebook sitting there talking crazy. Coworkers talking crazy. Nothing was going to come from this but heartache and heartbreak. We got enough love to give for everybody, though. I see what you did there. Nah. I didn't see shit Dallas did, though. <laughs> hey, y'all have to figure oh, it out oh, now. Oh. Is y'all quarterback? Is it breaking news? You won't wait. Continue. Uh, Keep cooking. Y'all quarterback. Y'all got to figure out that situation. Is it that? Y'all got to figure out y'all head coach situation. Is it Mike? Y'all got to figure out damn near y'all own the situation. <laughs> Is he going to stay involved or not? Is y'all defense overrated? Michael Parsons got one pressure all game. One. All game. Where's Deron Bland's pick sixes at? I ain't see him. Did you? Mm -mm. Oh. Mm -mm. Did you I see didn't... a pick? Wait, Michael, pa Michael Parsons had as many pressures as he had. I got fucked up by Aaron Jones's. Damn. <laughs> Aaron Jones was out here just, damn. Touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Just tree him. Tree him. He had two all year. Granted, he was hurt. But he had two all year. I don't want to hear another word from you Dallas fans, but congratulations. We fucked up. Because <laughs> y'all got some things to figure out, my boy. Y'all should have put Trey Lance in. Damn. Oh, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> he probably would have been a little bit better. We have a problem with running quarterbacks. Y'all would have been your best bet. You still cooking? I think I'm done because I, I don't even have shit to say about that. I, like, I feel like you can run out of the steam mm. there. All right. All right. Just so, a little bit. Just so, a little bit. But y'all got it. Y'all feel what I'm putting down, right? So the comments, I appreciate everybody who's tapped in here. We can't get through all those. But just some, some football-related pieces uh, to the game. 
<clears throat> we thought the three of us, Ken was not here, so we didn't hear his uh, pregame prediction. You just would have been hating this art. No, I had Dallas winning. So mm. the three of us thought the Packers would That's win. What I just said. <laughs> and I, I, I definitely didn't think they would come in. Like I knew the Packers could win this game. I had them winning, but I did not mm-hmm. expect it to go the way that it did go. And watching the game, my first reaction kept being, "How is Romeo Dobbs so open? Mm-hmm. What breakdowns are happening? How is he continuously getting open? He's naked." <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't until I went back and saw the film where I realized, "Thank God for Christian Watson." Like, we know he's over here playing hurt, bad hamstring, but the gravity of Christian Watson, it would be like two, three dudes following Christian, and everybody else is either single covered or open. Mm-hmm. So, like, him being in the game is going, is, is, it's just a big help to this offense. And we still haven't quite seen the Packers' offense fully healthy. This was the first week that they've had all their guys. Dylan wasn't there, Dylan oh, didn't yeah. play. And Watson was really out. I don't want to say he was a decoy, but he had one catch. Like, it wasn't the Christian Watson game that you Shit, thought it Reed was. Reed had none. And he's our number one receiver for yeah. you. Reed made me laugh after <laughs> the game. He said, I know I sold a lot of y'all parlays tonight, but uh, we won. So, yeah. like, I don't want to tell you. I, but, listen, like, the Packers offense did their job. They established the run. The Cowboys could not stop it. They did a lot of play action. The Packers having tight ends that can also be a threat in the passing game makes that 12 personnel just look so good. Thank God that man stayed on his feet. Thank God Musgrave stayed on his feet. (laughs) (laughs) And the locker room cheering for it brought me joy. That's how we feel as well. But Jordan Love coming out party again. For people who haven't been watching what he's been doing over the last half of the season, (laughs) it was just for everybody to see, like, this kid is playing really good football. We've talked about his poise. Talked about the arm talent, and that was all on display. It was a perfect game of complimentary football for the Green Bay Packers against the Dallas Cowboys. And this weekend against San Francisco, they are going to need a lot of that because one thing that I saw from the defense that made a big difference is that it was hats to the ball. Like, they were tackling, tackling in this game, so there Mm -hmm. was no real yak opportunities for Dallas. And again, head of San Francisco. Like, when you roll into San Francisco – Y'all better make sure that y'all are not missing tackles because it's going to be a long day for Green Bay if they miss tackles against that dynamic offense with those skill players. Like, Cowboys game was fun. It was super fun. As you can hear, we enjoyed it. I think Tim captured that beautifully for us. But now that we have the San Francisco game coming up, Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask Eric first because we haven't heard too much from you yet. How are you feeling about them going into San Francisco, a place where the Packers over the last few years, there's been a house of horrors for them. Like the 49ers have always have had to answer for them mm-hmm. since Kaepernick was there, really. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I have no idea. I haven't moved on to San Francisco yet. Like I'm still, <laughs> I'm still enjoying Dallas, so hopefully the players aren't doing the same thing. Um but like like we said coming into last week, it's like everything past this point is gravy. So <clears throat> I'm still picking because that's my team. I'm gonna stand beside. <laughs> but <laughs> I obviously it's gonna be much more difficult this this game. Like one thing that I noticed from Dallas is that their vibes were off from early jump. Like yeah. they Shook. kept showing like CD and and Dak and. McCarthy, like they all, like just the look on the sideline, just it was bad vibes all around. It's like, mm-hmm. um, ironically, like we haven't gotten this game yet, but like when Philly took the points off the board and they sent the offense back out there, like they just came out dejected, like mm-hmm. heads down, like they're not getting this. It, it was the same kind of vibe where it's like you can mm-hmm. tell from body language, it's like some ain't right. So I don't expect that that's the same type of energy that 
the Packers are going to get from San Francisco on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, they got to come out and play their best game. Like, yep. <clears throat> Sunday was magical. <laughs> yeah. But, like, they actually, like, you got to put the work in against San Francisco because that is a complete football team. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and they have multiple weapons. It isn't just, like, you know, focus on CD, shut them down, you, you got the game. Like, yeah. no, nah, you... You got Debo, you got Kittle, you got McCaffrey, you got yeah, you, I, you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you got weapons all over the board, and it looks like uh, McCaffrey's healthy or healthy as he can be. Yep. Um, given his injury, two weeks off so, was good for him. Like I saw, he's a full participant in practice today. So like that's a bad sign for us. <laughs> for him. Oh, sorry. I thought you wanted to share with the class. Um, so, like, I'm more concerned about this game than I was about Dallas because, you know, we own it. Better team. Um, <laughs> but I still believe in them. Like, I, I do this too. is a team, like we said last week, it's like they don't know what they don't know. Yep. Mm-mm. And they, and actually, it was backed up by facts. It's like from, like, the more experienced team over the last X amount of years is actually below 500 in the playoffs. So, like, that playoff experience thing, it doesn't actually – hold up to further scrutiny. It's like the young teams can come in because they're more, they're more athletic, they're healthier, like they don't have as much tread on the tire, healthier, um, and confidence. Like if you believe that you're going to win, that goes a long way in this game. So yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm looking forward to it. I look, I look forward to the challenge. Um, I'll, be, I'll be locked in. <laughs> I love the folks in the comments. I'll oh, go ahead. I was going to say, unfortunately, this isn't another Ken team, so I can't just, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't have that to root against. <laughs> yes, you weren't here for two weeks. You, you gonna catch you gonna some? Oh, you gonna catch a uh, So the <laughs> comments, yeah, the comments pointed out the fact that a key is going to be trying to rattle Brock Purdy. Like that's that's part mm-hmm. of it because Brock Purdy is a quarterback that does his job well. He plays well within the system. He gets mm-hmm. the ball in the hands of his playmakers and they go and do something with it. So if we can get home and get pressure on Purdy, that's definitely going to be able to help. And one thing that you saw with the Packers against the Cowboys is that. Guys were just winning their matchups as well. So here with our pass rush, that's something that, you know, it's going to take a little hit. We lost uh, Kingsley and Gabare during the game, tore an ACL. I know you mentioned that's someone who you, you've like been he's splashed to me all season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one thing that, that does remind me, and I, was, I wasn't I was here this week when you were talking about Lucas Van Ness, and I was like, oh, my boy being way too hard on Lucas Van Ness right now <laughs> because pass rushers, as it is already, get rotated a lot. Mm-hmm. So he was in the rotation for pass rushers, and he was drafted as more of a project. He was drafted based on athleticism, thinking that he kind of following the Rashawn Gary path. So he was behind Preston Smith. You know, he was behind Ingabari. Like, so he had to earn his minutes. But now when Ingabari out, like, he's going to have a chance to really get some more reps, and it's going to be against San Francisco in a situation where we really need him. Well, prove me wrong, Waysayer. <laughs> like, yeah. Waysayer. Like, <laughs> Lucas Van Ness definitely had a slow start to the season, but over the last few weeks he's definitely been putting things together, so it's mm-hmm. going to be fun seeing him. And uh, the thing that worries me the most about San Francisco is – that offense like our the Packers offense at this point I've they've been so consistent that I'm like I feel like y'all can do this but like you're gonna have to be on your game at this point I feel like they can mm-hmm. be it's that defense I'm not sure which Joe uh which Joe Barry defense is gonna show up yes I'm hoping that it's the one that shows up against good teams because that's the one uh that tends to happen against the better competition but it's gonna be a fun game and I'll say this here if the Packers somehow do win on Saturday if the Packers beat the 49ers, I'm about to start to yelling the Super Bowl. Boy. 
as loud <laughs> as I can because I think San Francisco is the best team left in the NFC right now. So Packers beat San Francisco, and I'm 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 screaming Super Bowl, which didn't think I'd be saying those words this season. Which again, this season was already a success. The moment we found out Jordan Love was a franchise quarterback, all this happening now mm-hmm. is just icing on the cake. So yeah, we're most excited about seeing. San Francisco, Green Bay. That was Ken's third ranked game. Hate, 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 okay, hate. Look, hate. he's still down there hating. Before we move I on, it's hate on his face. My man's mood says hate. Before we move on, I did make a comment during the game. It's like, imagine how great the, how much better the Packers would have been in the last two, three years, if somebody <clears throat> had actually, had actually bought into Matt Lafleur's offense. Because as we can see now, the scheme, it's beautiful. The scheme is scheming. <laughs> Like we we are like we're seeing like what can actually happen when you use all of your weapons when you're not just focused on guys that you trust, um, you know how much better your receivers can get over the course of a year if you actually throw them the ball and give them reps and mm-hmm. practice with them in the offseason and actually take them under your wing and you know like mentor them as opposed to just being chemistry. upset because they ran the wrong route for one play. I'm Aaron Rodgers would have no lost his mind with these receivers this year. <laughs> just, like, dog, he would have went crazy. They, these boys is. But because I know him, guess what he telling? Uh, not Tannenbaum. Who's the uh, the GM? Joe Douglas, mm-hmm. the GM in New York. Go give me receivers like that. Why, why you can't? Why you can't drive people like that? You said what Zach was throwing in this year. We don't need that. We need more. Yeah, we need, you need to draft like this. They they got all these weapons now. <laughs> <laughs> what, real quick, that does remind me. It's something that we have seen, said, and for those who are unfamiliar with our takes here, when Jordan Love was named starting quarterback of the Packers this offseason, we were sitting here saying, like, we don't think that this team is going to experience that much of a drop-off because Aaron Rodgers' play last season was so uneven. Cheeks, boy. Like, and people <laughs> thought we were over-exact. And it's not to say he's a back. We know what the career record says. Like, we're not mm-hmm. saying that. But, like, we were watching the games. Like, he's overthrowing guys or he's missing guys or he's only focused <coughs> on Devontae. And we used to make a joke, like, oh, Tay's out this game? We're going to actually see a good <laughs> offense. Like, it's going to be spread around. But all those jokes aside... Man, I'm I'm really proud of these baby Green Bay Packers. Like I'm this might be one of the most fun seasons I've had because of the early frustrations around mm-hmm. them. Like those were real frustrations and to see how they've been able to grow from it it's been really fun to watch. It's a Can- more successful version of Rodgers first year as a starter where it's like you like you saw like what was there it's like oh damn we got it we got another dude mm-hmm. and it's like oh we going we going to be set next year and then next year was the super bowl <laughs> so it's like yeah. this is just a more successful year one um, oh, no it was two years year. after that cuz the first year we didn't make the playoffs You're right. they then, lost to Arizona the, the next year was the Arizona game which what a playoff debut that Arizona game was for Aaron Rodgers he had like 400 some yards yeah. we should have won it was a face mask they didn't call him never going to forget that but hey you mind if i put a pin in this one Depending on what you mean. And, and, and this, in this this conversation with the Dallas and, 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 the, and the Packers and all that. You mind if I put a pen in? When you, when you ready to wrap up, I just got one more thing to say no, to the Cowboy No, we ready to wrap fans. up. Okay, well, I got two things to say to the Cowboy fans. Yeah, this said one. Hey, listen, they came to two real quick. Real quick. All right. One. Damn, I lost that. Come I got one thing then. Here's my one thing then. Here's my one thing then. Y'all don't say shit to us until y'all have a better record than us at 
AT&T Skadium in the playoffs. Skadium. We're undefeated. <laughs> Fuck the hater down. Look, see, that's what happens. The haters at the end, they like to try uh, to pick any little thing because uh, they can't win, skadium. so they go try to find a win anywhere they can find one, just like the rest of the Cowboy oh, fans. Man. So when y'all have a better record than us in the playoffs at your home stadium, then come back and holler at us later. Hey, How about that? Get past us some water, man. <laughs> I need a towel. <laughs> My deacon hating on us, though. What? Oh, I thought you were saying something oh, completely oh, different. Hey, that's his naysayer moment. Because, oh. man. Mm-hmm. Y'all heard it too, right? I ain't here. I ain't here. That's how they react. I was like, damn. Right. I was like, I'm talking to the deacon at the end. God damn. Yeah, make sure you, you emphasize that deacon. Dick. Put an eek at the end of that. Put an eek on it. Put an eek on it. Not can't repeat my joke and then get the laugh. That's not what it for me. But no, okay. I'll write that one down again. So. As I mentioned, the three of us, that's the game we're most excited for. Green Bay, San Francisco. But Ken had a different game for his number one. Ken, what was your – what game are you most looking forward to for the divisional round this weekend? Cowboys and Bears. <laughs> oh. Damn. We're going there already then, huh? Um, no, but the teams I'm looking for most is the Houston and the Ravens game. Mm, you got two – yeah. but Black quarterbacks, two great offenses going, going at it. And it's going to be a fight. Yeah. It's gonna definitely be a dog fight, and it's gonna be a really good game. So I'm, overall, I think it's gonna be a great game. Like I want, I'm, I'm excited about that one. Question: Like I'm, we're biased, but like mm-hmm. to you, who had the more impressive playoff debut? Actually, you biased too in another direction. But who had the more <laughs> impressive playoff debut? C.J. Stroud or Jordan Love? Because they both showed out. They both they they did. had the same stats. If they, yeah, yeah if you put them side by side, they did have the same stats. I think stuff. it was the Jordan Love had like two yes two yards. yards. Yeah, and that was Kraft dropped at the I, end. I would say, <laughs> I don't know. But I probably would say more so Love because of the because of um, he y'all went from Aaron Rodgers to not really knowing what the hell you really had. Mm-hmm. But then for him to show out the whole season and then his first – you know, playoff game against America's team, like he showed his ass out in Dallas. So I low key oh. think I might say CJ Straub. Like really? it's it's close, but like Well, you've been watching Jordan Love all season too. That that could be so I think that, that's I what think it that's is. probably it. Yeah. I was watching CJ, I was like, I was like, man, look at this kid arm. Like yeah, that's what it is. I think like because the two with with Green Bay, like Aaron Jones really showed out. Like so we had to lean on the run game and the passing mm. game. And I feel like with Houston, it was more so on Stroud's CJ Stroud's arm mm-hmm. more so than it was just on Jordan Love's arm mm-hmm. for that game. Like both were really good. Jeff pointed out the fact that Stroud is a rookie. Like this is Love's first season starting, but Love has had the experience. Like he's been around the league for a couple years now too. There are a couple of responses. So Dwayne's too. Yeah, Dwayne said, I think Stroud mainly because he's a rookie and made the number one defense look yep. like they didn't know how to play that, ball. That part. Um, okay, that was Oh, and Mark also said that the Houston Texans have more playoff wins than the Cowboys since 2002, which, damn. <laughs> mm. That's crazy. God. Mm. That's crazy. But no, I'm also, I couldn't decide between that game and the game I actually did pick up on number two. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm looking forward to seeing Lamar and CJ go at it because if CJ can perform against that Ravens defense, like that's which he just did it against Cleveland, so it's like I I wouldn't be surprised if he does it again this upcoming weekend. But like that that should just be a fun game. Like that's two. Yeah, I had that game too. Hmm. 
I feel like the Ravens would be just a little bit tougher testing Cleveland because Cleveland got back uh, Grant Delpit and he didn't play. Grant came back Sunday, they so did. they got Delpit and what's the name back on Sunday. Uh, the cornerback. They got both that because I even put it in the group. I think well, I was talking to Dwayne. I was talking to Dwayne most of that uh, Browns game, but I'm like they got their two two starting DBs back for that game. They both were active. So for them to get them back, but they were still getting cooked like that, like with well, shit, they might as well have sat Start on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> so it was crazy for them to get their great players or their, their star secondary players back and still get torched in the passing game. I do feel like, though, the linebackers doesn't equate to what the Ravens have. <laughs> so over the middle. You might be thinking of Denzel Ward, not Grant Delpit. Delpit was uh, out. Fair enough. I'm just saying because like, I, I noticed that on the broadcast they were like, this dude is in because mm-hmm. Del Pitt is out. So like, because uh, I was say, I thought before the game they said that he would have played, but mm. hey, it don't matter. It don't matter. They got smoked. <laughs> I don't know if I feel like the linebackers for the Ravens are a little bit better to give them a little bit more issue with the pass rush. Though they don't have a uh, Miles Garrett, Zadarius Smith, and a Miles Garrett on on the ends chasing the men. They still do have a good off defensive line, and they have better linebackers. Plus, they still have the corners as well. They got Kyle Hamilton back there who's a, uh, a pro bowler safety as well. So it's going to be, I think it'll be a little bit tougher on the pass game for them against the Ravens than it was against the Browns. Mm-hmm. The Browns have the better pass rush, but I feel like the Ravens have a better secondary. Okay. So I think that'll be the difference maker in this game. Because if they ain't got, uh, if Noah Brown out there, he's not out there because I know he got hurt. And it's just Nico again. They already down tank. So it'll be Schultz and Schultz is dropping shit. <laughs> like they got, this, I think they said the second most drops in the league. If they're doing that against that secondary against Baltimore, it might be, they may have a problem. So we didn't do a official prediction for Green Bay, San Francisco. <laughs> I'm going to guess it's Green Bay, Green Bay, Green Bay, San Fran. Mm-hmm. For hate. The, for no hate, no. Hate. That's not hate at all. No, like that's hate. really not he hate. He keep betting against us. That's hate. No, that's <laughs> the same. The Packers are Look like San Francisco offense. I'm like, no, don't do that this time. San Francisco offense. He be hate. Ridiculous, fam. Again, I always take the middle road. It's logical, but I feel like you would have picked whoever Green Bay was playing against he's, anyway. He keeps playing against the no, no, Green Bay. I, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, it, it's common. <laughs> it's common. I'm just saying. He got like, fired over there. Like, I just don't no, like. It ain't hate. Like, it's San Francisco. San Francisco fam. ain't no, they ain't no nah. joke, fam. Like, that nine is Nine and a half point is. dollars, according to uh, Yeah, like, I was like, I knew it was like 10, 9, 10 points, so. Give me the points. Because <laughs> y'all can easily, it, it, San Francisco can come in and easily do to I y'all mean, what y'all did right. to Dallas. It's Joe yeah. Barry's defense easily. at the end of the day. So it's like, yeah. so that's Listen, what I'm saying. Like, that can easily done. happen. And this, if this is a rust versus uh, rust. rust thing type of here, I, I hope they rusty. I hope they rusty. <laughs> <laughs> rusty. Well, I tell you. And uh, like the, backtracking, like they talked about how. Like Green Bay is kind of built to kind of exploit because like they have more of a new school coaching staff that really takes advantage of like. I forget the the, two, the double high safety looks that Dallas was giving them. Yeah. Um, whereas Lafleur comes from Shanahan's tree, like there's much more familiarity there, so you don't get to exploit kind of like the because they're generation gap, right? Mm-hmm. You, it's, I will say this too: Matt Lafleur has not beat. Uh, <laughs> he ain't beat San Francisco. Like this is this is one of that was Rodgers though. So yeah, I don't care who it was with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was saying Rogers hardly ever beat San Fran, so that was kind of his. I mean, throughout yeah, that, that his is bugaboo. They got seven All Pros too. For Houston, Baltimore, who y'all picking? Black quarterback. Baltimore. I want Baltimore. Which black quarterback? Yeah. You want with Baltimore? MVP. You want Baltimore? Baltimore? I mean, that yeah, that's yeah. MVP. Yeah, that's MVP. Yeah. I want to say Houston, but 
That'd be dope mm. to see Houston there. If, I'm gonna go Baltimore. Black coach, though. black quarterback. Yeah, I'm gonna go Baltimore. I though. feel like D'Amico mm-hmm. should get uh, coach of the year. It's either him or Stefanski, I think. Yeah. Although to be honest with you, I think Matt Lafleur's name should be in the conversation. I don't think that he uh, should win it. I think but if playoffs were included, like it would be. Like I get what you're saying. No, I just think his name. Like I don't think he's even nah, top yeah, two. Yeah. But like when having the conversations, like just put some respect on Matt Lafleur's name and what he was able to do with this team based on what you saw earlier in the season. I think yeah. if the Packers would have actually won those games against the Giants and Buccaneers. the Buccaneers, like he probably had that locked, but he didn't. So yeah. which black quarterback are you going for this weekend? Baltimore. Uh, okay, so Baltimore clean sweep. Mm-hmm. Game that me and Tim were second most excited about was the same. That's Can- San Fran or not San Francisco, <laughs> Kansas City and Buffalo. And for me, when I saw this going to be Pat Mahomes' first road playoff game mm. in his career, mm. that's nuts. His career, he's had 15 games in the postseason. That's nuts. They have all, been at, all been at home or in the Super Bowl. <laughs> that's nuts. <laughs> at a neutral site, mm-hmm. like. I can't wait to see it. First of all, we already know that Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes, these matchups are always just, yeah, boy, it's a rematch. (laughs) (laughs) It's a rubber match between these two, if I remember correctly, in these teams. So, like, I I can't wait to see this. Unpopular opinion. I've said it on the show before, but this weekend is why you put domes on stadiums. I disagree with that so hard, heavily. That shit is stupid. I love it. It's a goddamn safety hazard to go watch a football game. Like, that don't make no damn sense. I love it. And then you have to fucking postpone the game a whole day because you got to dig a whole stadium out. They They wouldn't have to postpone that that game even if they had a dome because you weren't able to get to the game. Yeah, like the, it was a whole like that was all that don't help that part. Like, the game would have been moved in. Travel restrictions and everything. But why not have fun? Like it was fun seeing the snow throwing up in the air. Every like, touchdown, bro, it was like little mini fireworks. I'm a big dope. fan. Give them some confetti when they walk. <laughs> <want. laughs> I'm a big fan of snow football games. I love. I don't want to go to it, but I love mm-hmm. watching it on TV. Respect to everybody who do show up and go to the games. Boy, but shirtless for Kansas City <laughs> and <laughs> Buffalo. Uh, Three feet of snow. How y'all feeling about this matchup? Who y'all got? Ain't no who who want to start? I'm gonna go with KC. Oh, you got Pat Mahomes getting his first road win. Yeah, because Josh Allen be saying fuck it too many times, bro. That <laughs> 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 he be when he be in the moments, bro. It be like either you, damn, that's Rogers versus Favre, basically. Yeah, yeah, and I would put Rogers against Favre because <laughs> too many pockets <laughs> that be happening. Josh Allen be sometimes he be on a run and then all of a sudden he'll randomly throw some shit and you like where did that go? <laughs> Why is he throwing Buffalo. this? Yeah. Why is he running this? I'm going Buffalo. Man. I think Buffalo too. Yeah, I, y'all know I f's with Josh Allen. That's I think Douglas job. is out on Sunday too, ain't he? Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't seen the injury report. Mm. Yeah, but I'm going Buffalo, man. Mark point out that Josh Allen has 22 turnovers this year. That's, That's what right. he do. It happens. That's that fuck it, bro. It happens. <laughs> hey, but how many he get touchdowns, though? But hey, again, throw- that's the problem with him. It's either you going to get it or you ain't. He'll get some touchdowns, though, too. And he can do stuff like that uh, run he Josh broke Allen's off. Like, like He's a big dude. Yeah, he's a, beast, a big boy. 6'5", 270. Uh, not 270. Good Lord. At 237. Like no, he's, he's a 237. Hoss. He trucked that. Like, That's how you create a, a quarterback on Madden, fam. Like, he's you. He's, he's yeah. That truck stick. Mm. 52 yard touchdown run against the Steelers. I was just like, yeah. That little, that little ha ha. I was like, damn, he joked you like that. <laughs> 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 he was gone, dog. Dwayne pointed out the fact that he still doesn't trust Kansas City's entire receiving core. Like, was it the rookie, uh, Rice? Like, yeah, was she Rice? All right, cool. But, mm. <laughs> 
outside of that and Kelsey, like outside of those two, it's Kelsey got the butterfingers this year, don't he? Man. Boy, he has so many drops. Mm-hmm. I was like, is that's it just because it's what, cold? That's what I'm funneling that long back. Oh, Jesus. Swifty out here. Pacheco be out here running like Angry Man, though. So I, Somebody I, said I Pacheco, Pacheco run like he bite people. <laughs> <laughs> and that made me laugh so That made me run so hard, when he be running man. like he crushing grapes under the motherfuckers. He run like he so be, hard. He run hard as hell. Now I'm just imagining Kyler Murray running. Like, you know, like a bad kid. like a badass kid, dog. <laughs> Eat your little ass back. <laughs> but, I mean, every time Buffalo and Kansas City link up, it's normally some fireworks. Yeah, I can't definitely wait. Great game. I uh, think Josh Allen is looking there you go. Okay, so we got a Kansas City. And Tim, you said Kansas City as well, right? Yes. The game that we're all least excited to see, but I do think it's going to be a good game. Like, mm-hmm. it just happened. It didn't rise to the top above those other three, but Tampa Bay and Detroit. First of all, shout out to Detroit and their fans mm-hmm. because seeing the emotion that these people had after they won that play, it was a dude in the audience crying. And I was like, I get it. Like, y'all haven't won a playoff game what was it since 91, 92? That's over 30 years of not winning a playoff game. Like shout Michigan, out shout out to Michigan. Y'all had y'all, y'all got the national championship. Michigan finally was mm-hmm. able to bring that home. Uh, Detroit stopped the, the Pistons, got y'all some free, for, some free wing stop. Yeah, celebrate. Free wing stop. The Pistons or the, the Lions won a playoff game. The Fab Five reunited. Like, it, it's been some good things happening. Yeah, the way I put Detroit. it is <laughs> Michigan won a national championship game, uh, Lions won a playoff game, and Pistons won a game. Like, that's that's a good week. <laughs> yep. Yep, free wing stop. Free wing stop. Five wings. Mm. But, but I think it's going to be a good game. And I'm actually going with Detroit in this one here. Like, I think Detroit gets to the NFC championship game this year. Rematch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody well, quarterbacks, but Baker... Baker's been playing. Baker got some soul. He's been playing some good football. He's been playing hurt too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, like I, I feel good for Detroit because of what we just talked about. Mm-hmm. So now I can go back to their division rival. So fuck them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll, yeah. Let it ride. Let's go Buccaneers. Okay. How y'all feeling on the end? They got a black coach, right? Bowles. Yep. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I... but Mark, that didn't go with the whole winning. Types of games. I mentioned the Fat Five. And she mentioned it's good. So the thing about this one is this one's gonna be a air show. Both of them suck against the pass. (laughs) (laughs) They both suck against the pass. Like they're like 25 and 27 (laughs) in the league against the pass. So both of them have a wide receiving core that makes a lot of teams jealous. Whereas and they have quarterbacks that can throw that motherfucker. Because even though people be low on Baker, he, as long as you got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, healthy enough, and I think it's Oton is the tight end. Like he has enough weapons, and just them two alone. What, Mike Evans is already a stud. So you, you look on the other side is Amaran State Brown. Cool. Then you have Godwin, who's damn near an equal stud. Like there isn't a comparable, but they have. Enough to where they can pass it around. Let's say Sam Laporta is the next best. Yeah, if he's he, coming back healthy, say, he got like half leg, don't he? No, he was he played during the last game. So he do have half leg, but you know. I feel like it's gonna be an air show, and the deciding factor may just actually be the running game. Both of them are actually really good against the run, mm-hmm. but I do like Detroit's running backs over White, uh, Rashad White for Tampa Bay because they have Montgomery and Gibbs are a dynamic yeah, that's a, yeah, that's duo. A, yeah. 
I think they will be the deciding factor in this game. If it turns into a shootout, sure, cool, whatever. That's going to be fun for the fans. It's going to be fun for the league. That's going to be fun for the ratings. But I think the X factor here will be the running backs, and I think Detroit will get it because of that. Outside of having like a better oh, pass rush. Like they have a better pass rush than them. But then again, you seen what happened against Philly for uh, Tampa Bay and they pass rush. Let me just real quick, because you brought up Philly, who Tampa Bay beat to get here and, mm-hmm. and play against Detroit. And, shout, and Detroit, by the way, y'all welcome because we beat the Cowboys for y'all. So y'all get another home game. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I know that the Cowboys got blown out and it was 27-0 in the first half. But, like, honestly, I think I was more uh, shocked at just how bad the Eagles looked. Like, I know they were 10-1. and one. I know they went on a losing streak to end the game, like to end the season. The mm. season. But them dudes didn't even like they wanted to play football. Like They dropped everything, bro. At least <laughs> Dallas started putting points up in the second half. Like <laughs> They still had some heart to them. Yeah. Um, you don't have to go back and find it, but like Mark did drop a comment early on that said the NFC East is the first division to have two teams with 11-plus wins lose by 15-plus points. Mm. I mean NFC least so (laughs) (laughs) NFC North still got two teams in the dance ooh Ken how you feeling who you got Detroit or uh... I'm gonna go Detroit Dwayne said I think it'll be the sole blowout with Detroit winning their secondary tackles too well and they're not about to get them big plays like they did against Philly I'm with you I, I think Detroit got it I think Detroit's gonna be in the NFC championship game and that's crazy to think about. <laughs> Mr. Crackberry in the comments said, shout out to the NFC Central repping big. That's a throwback reference <laughs> to the Tampa, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> up in there as well. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Yeah, why did you say suck that hard, Tim? <laughs> hey, don't worry. With, look, don't, don't talk about that shit. Sorry, I'm just catching up on comments. Mm-mm, don't catch up on that shit. <laughs> let, let that one go. It's very strong. It's a, almost a, never mind. The divisional round should be fun. I'm very much looking forward to it. I hope the games are a bit more competitive than what we saw during Super Wild Card Weekend, unless it's the Packer game and they're the ones who are doing the blowing out. Super Wild Card Weekend. <laughs> Super Wild Card. That's funny. That's, that's accurate. All right. Let's move into the NBA. Let's. Ken, what do you want to talk about? Uh, I was no, go ahead, Ro- go ahead. Do it. So, Cody Rose, go ahead. Go ahead, do it. Hey, Ken. Mm-hmm. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> Worst catchphrase in wrestling. Hey, man, that, it works. Boy. It works. Um, but I would like to talk about, of course, the Lakers. Um, it, since we won the in-season tournament, it has been rough um, for us. It's been a rough, it's been a rough go. Um, we, you know, we went all, all gas, no breaks um, for the... <laughs> <laughs> for the in season tournament, and we are LeBron said, I'm leaving here with something, yeah. It, <laughs> it, 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 but yeah, we we feeling every bit of it right now. I feel like right now we are at the moment that we have to make a move, mm-hmm. and there's no better time to do it than right now. What do you need? Everything scoring, we need somebody else to score. Y'all got two, so you only got one score. It depends. They, it fluctuates. One, we can't always bank on LeBron giving us 25, 30 a night. AD has has been consistent, but outside of AD, outside of D'Lo show up when he want to show up. He's been that way, though. He, he's going to get traded. <laughs> he's number one here. That was what? Yeah, because he knows he's about to get traded now. So now he's throwing a ball. But no, you're getting out of here, sir. Oh. I've had enough of your shit. Oh. Yeah. 
That's not a bad thing though, is it? Like well, you want D-Lo? him the ball now to up his trade value. But like, yeah, I'm cool with it now. But we we definitely need to make this trade. Is it not concerning to you that y'all are in the same exact position that you were in a year ago? Yeah, but a year. What what happened though? I know, we but I mean, I'm saying the, the fact that y'all year. made it. We made a move. Mm-hmm. Almost, we we a, made moves. Almost went to the finals, though. That's, that's a, you went to the what? I said we made a move. Almost went to the finals. They were in the Western Conference mm-hmm. Finals. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's almost, we almost yeah. went that's to the almost. finals. Uh, yeah, sweat. But I yeah. mean, yeah. still, we got to the yeah. Conference almost. Finals. Yeah, well, almost, almost made it. Um, but no, I mean, I'm saying though, like it's there's these short sighted moves that you made. Lands you right back in the same position, but that doesn't matter because we got LeBron, so we have to win now. Like everything you. is about LeBron. But I, I, like I we ain't worried about the future. Right? Like, do you do you still trust Rob to be the one to kind of keep absolutely correcting his mistakes? I believe. Yeah, I still trust the Rob. Now, that's that's a tenuous way to. As long as, we, you know, as, long as we get, who 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 can we get from Clutch since we get everybody, <laughs> everybody from Clutch? No, actually, I'm pull up all the Clutch clients. Let me see. What now, who, real quick, it is those? a lot of trade rumors going on. And to Eric's point about y'all being in the same situation as y'all were last year, mm-hmm. which is mind-boggling to me because I literally thought that y'all had a great off season based on what we saw that team do after mm-hmm. the trade deadline. I thought, okay. But now we have an off season. Now you get time to really like get the chemistry up, and then y'all can tweak around the edges and still have a competitive team. But mm-hmm. it has not played out that way. I know no. y'all had the injuries to the role players, mm-hmm. and now you're starting to see guys in different roles, and you're seeing like this guy actually ain't it. No. There's a few different trade rumors floating around the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Which trade target, realistically, I should, well the Lakers probably have a trade shot at anybody because it's the Lakers. It's the Lakers. I figured it out. But which trade target is your number one for the Lakers? Damn, or maybe bitch. rank them. So like we have Dejounte, we That's have Zach one. Levine. Two. Who else you got? He's clutch. Who? Who? Levine. Is Murray? Murray is one. Levine. I think two. Winhorse came out today and was like, "There's almost zero chance that they trade for Levine." But we can still keep him on the list. Okay. I'm, a, yeah, I'm looking at the clutch clients, bro. They, y'all got some goddamn. He got some bangers that y'all probably could. Probably get for like again, Levine's on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all not getting Van Vliet, Vanderbilt, Gary Trent Jr. No, don't want Tristan. You know, Colin Sexton is on there. Name hey, uh, <laughs> Moses Moody is on there. Dejounte Murray is a clutch client. Okay. Uh, I like Murray. Y'all got Chris Livingston for the Bucks. I didn't realize that. Uh, then you got LeBron, Taylor with Tucker. Let's see, Draymond Green. Y'all could get Green. <laughs> He said scoring. Warriors ain't going nowhere. He did say scoring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, y'all not getting De'Aaron Fox. Anthony Davis, Jordan Clarkson. I love that. A lot of retreads here. Get so back. First, y'all get D'Lo back, well, shit, and then you want to bring Jordan Clarkson back. But Clarkson is actually good now. Clarkson a ball. He a ball with a ball. He a ball with a ball. Malcolm Brock. I mean, I'm saying that he he like to spin the ball. Y'all got Brock. I do. Uh, you ain't never and Lonzo Ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's gonna be spinning the block, but these cats y'all let go is doing better. Shit, y'all let Beasley go. He's, he's he'll have a problem one. with that. Yeah. So. <laughs> Jeff asks, "What does LA have to trade anybody but AD and Bron?" It, every, yeah, everything. Like that. It all must go. <laughs> everything. And everybody. Are you prepared to say bye bye to Austin Reeves? I guess that's, yeah, that's, that's tough. Because I mean, like that's ba- that realistically that's the biggest. That's the biggest, biggest I know. <sighs> Get rid of LeBron James. Hey man, LeBron James. LeBron James is hilarious. Hey, cause dude be balling. He in his boots, Ball on fire and everything. Y'all need that motherfucker. That's what y'all need. No, Austin Reeves is a is a that knowing that we would have to get rid of him does hurt. 
And people like outside of LA fans think it's crazy that Austin Reeves is included in our big three. But if you see what he does consistently each night, <laughs> like, like he is part of our big three. Sheet. Exactly, he's definitely part hunted. of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Points, rebounds, and assists. Hey, he hustled too. He be trying. I think the Lakers mm-hmm. still have one pick to trade, Jeff. But that one. that asset cupboard is pretty bare. Mm-hmm. The the draft Not pick bucks. cupboard. Bear, but but it's bear. Damn near. <laughs> I would like to see what we can. I like. I love really like Murray. I think that he'll be a really good fit. Really want to see what one. we can do. Definitely, if we can make the move without um without AR having to leave. We'll be all right. We got to get rid of AR fifteen. I don't know, fam. If the Lakers stayed put at the deadline, somehow, some reason they don't do nothing. Mm-hmm. We got to do something. LeBron gonna shut you can't. <laughs> I think we're at the point that you have to do something. Here. If it's not big, you have to do something. Like we can't. You, yeah, I think we're at that point. Where we have to do something. Damn, no one still got y'all next three. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 23, 24, 25. Mm-hmm. Shoot, I, I mean, they got our next. Oh, so they got our next two. Yeah, like it's shit. It's a long ways away still. <laughs> y'all got second round picks though. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, second round picks have been like gold the last couple of seasons. Right, four or five of them motherfuckers. Y'all in there somewhere? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how we got Jay Crowder five mm-hmm. second round picks. Wow. Five, fam. We said here. I we feel did. like three could have got it done. <laughs> y'all need to do something. I mean, Eric Blesso is China. Y'all could bring him over. He clutch client. He said scoring. <laughs> what part of that don't you he get? Number defense. <laughs> hey, right. He brought a Jeremiah Green ugly ass. <laughs> yeah. And this Eric Blesso. That ain't what he said they need. <laughs> he need to score. Mario be the perfect fit. Okay. Him, LeBron, I do, I him do. working I, with yeah, I do like him, that. LeBron, and AD. AD. That's a nice. That's a nice. If they do get him, though, I'm gonna be like, uh, be pissed. Air that's ball. nice. Like he can't keep getting away <laughs> with it. <laughs> That'd be nice, bro. That'd be a nice. That'd be wild. No, I feel you on that yeah. one. I feel. So you. let's make it happen, Rob. Okay. Do what you do. Mm. Um, I guess I should go back to the thing. Uh, <laughs> Brandon Jennings stored uh, stirred up. Some conversation on Twitter today. He dropped his list of tough crowd. Yes, at tough crowd, tough underscore crowd, I believe. On Twitter, um, he dropped his list of people that he thinks should get their jerseys retired. Um, active players that should get their jerseys retired. Um, his bucks list was very interesting. Um, he had the obvious one. So Giannis, Chris, he said Brooke, Drew, okay. Bobby Portis. And dang question mark. And I was Bobby. like, whoa. <laughs> I love all them dudes. He got the key to the city. And he, he is he the mayor. That. He he that key. He's the only other mayor that we acknowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like, Retiring his jersey, though? Uh, I don't know. Hey man, Bobby got y'all a ring, bro. Hey, Bobby was there for a ring. I don't know if he got a he ring. Got a ring, man. I feel That's like the Because <laughs> if Bobby get one, then Pat, Pat gotta get I one. I was just you know about I mean? to like, say that. Like, hey, I man, feel put like, it up there. The whole squad did. He just talking about as well get one raised too, then, right? Uh, he was there for three talking, months. I mean, shit, he was Who? there for the championship. Who? Tucker. He said Tucker. No, not, not for a year. No. I'm just saying. Like, no. No. Not for one year. And we talking about these other guys. I'm just saying, though, but oh, at least Bobby Porter still on the team. I don't think I said Drew. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, thirty-four and twenty-two for sure. Yeah. Honestly, they. I think you said this on Locked On Bucks, but honestly, both of those sure. should probably hey, be. Re- if y'all want some Locked On Bucks, make sure I check that out as well. Sure. <laughs> uh, I think thirty-four and twenty-two should probably be retired twice. Honestly, yeah, definitely twenty-two. Thirty-four, can take your leave. Um, Speaking of PJ Tucker, you got some nice shoes. All right, oh, man. Got me thinking the trade went through. Right. Like, um, come on, man. We got 55 minutes. Right. Uh, so, like, 
we, yeah, let's finish the Bobby conversation. Bobby, like, I was on the fence about Brooke and Drew. Like, Bobby, I, I can't get that far. Love you, Key to the City, all that <laughs> shit. Also, peace. But, <laughs> like, I, I feel like you got to have longevity and you got to be, like, vital. So, like, if Dame ends up winning a title here. Then, yeah. Probably. But otherwise, but otherwise, uh, no. role players, I you 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 got to be here like your entire career and when win big. Like if if somehow Bobby is with the Bucks for like the next five six years, then it's like yeah. Mm-hmm. But if if Bobby got traded tomorrow, tomorrow, I don't think his jersey goes in the rafters. What about Connaughton though? No. no. <laughs> I'm Jay. Like, if, like for me, if, if Bobby is no, then Connaughton yeah. is a hell no. Like it's no. Nah. Like for I mean, me, like longer. for me, the line is like Brooke and Drew. Yeah, that's right. where it's like yeah. they were vital to the championship. Mm-hmm. Brooke is what year six now? Like yeah, yeah. Brooke is getting pretty close. Like Brooke ain't near there. In my opinion, like I think eleven goes up there. And I, I feel like Brooke is going to be here for a while still. Drew is like he's only here three years, but he was the piece that put them over the top. Yep. Your comp would be Oscar, Oscar which he was yeah. only here for four years. And his number got put and up he, there. He really only good for three. Um <laughs> <laughs> no offense. Um Number six. Number six what? For Brooke. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So it's like that's the line for me. It's like Bobby and Pat don't don't reach. No. Nah, so either. with that in mind, are there any other t- players where you're like Maybe for that team, like for me, it's like he ain't active anymore. But like Mellow for the Knicks, like is that he wasn't there quite long enough for me? I feel like he gets. I, yeah, I think, yeah, I think so. There. Yeah, I think. for, for he, the Knicks. He, okay, so for the Nuggets. See, that's another tough I mean, one because the, the number yeah. putting the Jokic part okay, aside, okay. like on his own marriage. Yeah, I say yeah. yeah. I say yes for both. Even given the way that he left, he should. Yeah, I still he say yes Denver, for both. Like he, he was Denver was a monster because of him for a while. Until he left. What's a monster? They made right. one Western Conference final. Like, they weren't. He was a star. Yeah. I mean, we can say his he, he got the Nuggets jersey to go platinum in the hood. Right. <laughs> like, everybody had that Nuggets jersey, but. Mm. I, I think they should. Uh, if if we're going to consider New York, I feel like you should consider Denver. Okay, so, like, that's Kyrie anywhere. That's fair. Does Kyrie get his number retired anywhere? I think Cleveland's Cleveland, his best shot. Yeah, Cleveland, for sure. I would For think. sure, though? I would think so. I can't take the jersey off, Tim. It's the, it's the only green and gold I had. I know it's yuck mouth, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't... I don't he did help. He did Damn hit the tri- shot for Cleveland. Yeah. Damn, Triple T, you, you strict in this mug. He said Chris and Giannis, that's it. No, nah, if Brooke continues playing here for a couple more years, and he's already moving up some some ladder leaderboards for Bucks franchise, like defensive records, and he's got accolades here during his time here, like... Okay, and, I got the I got the the hammer one, Kawhi in either the Raptors or San Antonio. That's a one year championship. Does Kawhi get his number? I don't think so. No, have. I don't think so. How many championships? Does but he have? did. I don't one. know. He did get him a yes. championship. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I was just I mean, yeah, he, he did. He yeah. brought the only championship, championship to the franchise. Yeah, that yeah. Makes one year. Yeah. Yes, that makes sense. You wouldn't have one otherwise. Okay, and then Kawhi in. San Antonio. No, because there's a bunch of motherfuckers came there. <laughs> but I mean, I'm saying like he, he played did his role. work. But there. he also played with the other legends while he was there. He got a Finals MVP there. It was him. Keep in mind, legends was old. <laughs> like they were still hooping. They were still hooping though. No, they were, but like it wasn't. It as wasn't if his he was there. Team. That's fair, but they don't win without him. 
Hence, finals MVP. I feel like it would have been a little harder without him. Brown and the Lakers. Yes. They, they retire everybody, Jersey. <laughs> That's a Brown. Come on, man. And he got us a clip. AD, uh, too. Any of the Lob City or current Clippers. So Blake, CP, Kawhi, PG. Blake. Blake, yeah. And for sure. Blake and Paul. Blake yeah. for sure. Blake and CP. Yeah. I don't know about the two now, like, kind of depends on what they do. Mm-hmm. Yes. But as of now, new. No. Nah. I know yeah, Kawhi just signed his extension, so like he's gonna be there for a little while longer. So he got some time, but right now, no. This one gave me pause, but then ultimately, I was like, he means too much to the city. Derrick Rose in Chicago. Yes, absolutely. Yes. That's a he's that's a, a Chicago given. legend. Bro. Yeah, that's I think a given. he got to. And he's the youngest MVP in Chicago. He got them to a couple Eastern Conference Finals. Man, that's the one. Is just couldn't pass what LeBron yeah. them? Hmm. No, well, I guess more a question of longevity because his, his yeah. run was really like four yeah. years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The injury. Jeff asks if Blake is still active. He is not active. No, I don't think he's act. I don't think he's actually retired at this point. But he's not on the team right now. Crackberry Ags, speaking of Jersey, do we want to retire the jersey that Tim is? Of nah. course. Like, that's, that's yes, nonsensical, fam. Of course, Aaron Rodgers. He's going to be in the ring of honor and all that stuff. He just needs to shut the hell up. He's in. Right. That's easy. Uh, I think that. Any I'll other questions? Tatum in Boston. Ooh. He ain't did shit yet. Yeah, but he's probably going to be there for a while. Like, I feel like championships yeah. isn't Eventually. the only barometer for getting your numbers hung in the Raptors uh, if you've been in a. Boston? That's fair. But my point is, in general, I don't think championships alone is the only measure of getting your jersey retired or not. Now, it's going to vary from franchise to franchise based on what you got going on. Like, yeah. mm. Boston is a place where they already got 18,000 jerseys retired. They barely got any numbers to issue out. Exactly. They're going to start doing triple digits. 67. Exactly. 101 out here. I ain't never wore this in my life. Like, it's, it's, it's different. So, Example, I see uh, Shrenae is in the, the comments and she mentioned, do you need championships because Drew wasn't here long enough? And that's the thing, like, it's franchise to franchise. So, like, if you look who's already in the rafters for the Bucks, like, the fact that Oscar Robinson's number is in the rafters for the Milwaukee Bucks when he is really a king, mm-hmm. like, that was his best years were in a king jersey. He came here with Kareem when Kareem got here drafted. They won a championship together, and his number went up there, even though it was Kareem leading the, the way. Mm-hmm. So, I think Drew has an argument. For being up there because it's kind of a similar thing. It was and our second championship, right? Yep. First. I thought Oscar then was first. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. yeah. Sorry, you I said Drew, but that yeah, only yeah, was our second yeah, with him. Yeah, so, sorry. I mean, so, that like, would make sense to me because, again, kind of like with the Kawhi thing, we don't have many, and you're the reason why we got one. The Kawhi in, the Kawhi in, in particular. In Toronto, to be clear. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, if we have two and our <laughs> best players are Oscar Robinson and Kareem, hell yeah, you're going to get tired because y'all the reason why we got number one. Yeah. Number two. It's because of Drew. Chris, Brooke, and I mean, Giannis. Giannis. I mean, it's we already Giannis <laughs> and Chris right. like that. That's, right. that's, that's already said. Yeah. Like we already. But I mean, like, how it. far down does it go? Like, where you get credit for that title? I guess is the question. I think you don't go past the core four. Like mm. that's that's just in, me, in my opinion with this particular franchise. But and I feel like if Brooke was only here for three years, then, then I don't not. think he would have gotten it. But I think because Drew was so much more important to. No offense, but it was so much more important, and he was the the, the missing piece. Yeah, like it's quite. It's, it's. I would say don't reissue it for a while, and then just see how the rest of his career goes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we can't forget the alley in the valley, bro. So, yeah. hey, <laughs> there's moments. There have been quite a few different father stretch my hand edits to yeah. sports, but there is not one better than the steal leading to the oop from that, the yeah. the butts. I, I feel like we got eventually Drew might, and he was big for the community in Milwaukee too when he was here. I mean, so. Drew versus like Big Dog, like which one goes first for you? Drew, I'm sorry, Big Dog. 
Like, I don't think big the dogs have love like big dogs, fam. I love the Glenn Robinson, bro. The hood love you, fam. But we got to move on. It's fine. Yeah. I feel it. That's a good conversation. Shout out to Brandon. You got to put big he... dog. His jersey got to go up at Lincoln Park or McGovern. McGovern, what's up? McGovern jersey. That's actually funny. <laughs> no, to answer your question, I think it would be Drew. Again, and it's not mainly is because of the second championship. Mm-hmm. No, I, I definitely feel you on that one. I agree. Okay. So, talking about point guards, mentioned Drew Holiday, of course. <laughs> Triple T pointed out the fact that uh, Big Dog number already been issued. Yeah. As it has. A couple yeah, times. A couple times. <laughs> Malcolm Brogdon, yeah. Jordan Wara. Hey. So. Was Red Now number 13? I don't know. It was somebody white. Huh. I don't know. Okay, it's so. Right. There's been conversations going on about best point guard in the East. Especially with all-star ballots going on and everything like that. People were having conversations. Who's the best point guard in the East? I believe it was Kendrick Perkins who just completely forgot that Damian Lillard existed and was like, nah, he ain't one of the best point guards in the East. So I wanted to have the conversation with these guys. Who is right now in this moment? If y'all in the comments, I want y'all to let me know too. Who is the best point guard in the East right now? This is not looking at their career. This is not looking at accolades. It's looking at their performance this season best point guard in the east when i was thinking about this i came up with five names where i was like these are probably the guys here who you're going to have in the conversation mm-hmm. halliburton mm-hmm. yes dame as i mentioned yes mm-hmm. jalen brunson mm-hmm. yes tyrese maxey mm-hmm. yes and uh i'm forgetting what oh trey young, Tra- Tra- young. Yeah. But those are the five i feel like are in the conversation mm-hmm. of who is the best point guard in the east i put together a graphic dude can you pull up number one with the mystery people Ah. Now, these are just raw stats. So if okay. you're watching on YouTube, in the comments, let us know which player Out you would pick. Just, so this is pure stats alone. And then we can have a conversation because the, the truth of stats is that they don't tell the whole story. Mm-hmm. You always need additional context. But let's say, I'm for the listeners, so I'm going to just not give you all the stats, but let's say player A averages about 26.6 assists, two turnovers, and four rebounds, shoots about 42% from three, 83% from free throw. Player B... Less points, but more assists. 24 points a game, about 13 assists a game. You probably can guess who that is. Mm-hmm. Only two and a half turnovers a game, four rebounds, a steal, shooting about 40% from three. Player C, a little bit more, 25 points a game, six, seven assists, two and a half, re- or two and a half turnovers, about four and a half rebounds, a steal. Player D gives you 26.6 assists, about one, two turnovers a game, about four rebounds, a steal. Player E, give you 27 points, 10 assists, four turnovers a game, though. So that, that assist-turnover ratios. You got to do it monotone. You do an emphasis. I think I'm I can deal with that. Like, You're skewing yeah. the... I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a lot of turnovers. Average 27 points a game. That's what I'm saying. I can, I, yeah. Four turnovers a lot, four points. Right. Three I rebounds know. and yeah. still and a half. So, like, just looking at raw numbers alone, I think Jeff knows who players he is. I know who... You probably can guess all a, five A of and them. D are throwing me because, like, they're similar, and but I know who B, C, and E are, so... I mean, just looking at the raw I'm numbers... I would say in one through five, B would be number one. If we just look just strictly off the numbers. So your player B, I just want your first your best player one first. B player B would be my best player. Eric, who's your best out of the Again, I know who it is. <laughs> but based off the Humor stats, me. yeah, like <laughs> but like what I want from a point guard, player B. Okay. Um D me. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> 
Uh huh. Wow. Agree. Personal. Hello. Hello. Player D, please. He said Demi, guys. Dang. Lord Jesus. Oh, yeah, mercy. Can I, can bleep? We, we, I need another bleep. It's live, brother. <laughs> <laughs> we are live. Yeah, for me, it's also player B. Dooch, can you can you uh, reveal, reveal who each of these players are? Oh, okay. Player A is actually Jalen Brunson mm-hmm. with the 25.6 assists, three rebounds or so. Player B is Tyrese Halliburton. That one was easy, I feel like, because of the assist. Mm-hmm. In fact, mm-hmm. like the man. And the assist to turnovers. Like it's, turnovers. it's crazy. Uh Player C, 25 points, 6.8 assists, 4 rebounds. That's Damian Lillard. Mm. Player D is Tyrese Maxey, 26.6 assists, you know, so on and so forth. And then player E was Trey Young. That's the high turnover man, (laughs) Trey Young. Uh, So, again, raw numbers alone, I'm looking at, like, yeah, Tyrese Halliburton's Mm. play is, is definitely popping off the page for me here. But adding context, now that you know who these guys are, who do you think, like, before you saw just the raw numbers, who were you saying, like, hey, this is the best point guard in, in the league right now? Because for me, Jeez, it's B. I, st- <laughs> I still felt like it was Tyrese Hall. Like, mm. even with the context, I feel like Tyrese mm-hmm. Halliburton has been the best point guard in yeah. the mm-hmm. East. Mm-hmm. He has been. Yeah. Who, who's second? The wild part is. See, I have a bias against Trey Young, so it's always for me. Because, like, I don't like the way that he plays. Like, it. it you can show me all the numbers, like all the efficiency, everything. It's just like I don't like the way that he plays. Mm-hmm. I don't like the foul baiting. I don't like the defense. I don't like the whining. I just I have an avulsion to Trey Young, so like I, it's hard for me to look at his number and be like, damn, like the turnovers are high, sure, but like that's because he has the ball all game long, and he said I. So the bias in me is gonna say not Trey Young. So I'm <laughs> 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 well, like Dame hasn't played well. So like I, I like from That's, a pure p- talent standpoint, it's like I would take Dame over all of them, honestly. But like the way that he's played so far this year, like I can't rate him that high. Brunson's been killing. Yeah, yeah he's on Maxi though, and he's the number one like person on the scouting report for the Knicks. So like his degree of difficulty is higher than Maxi's, who hasn't beat there who takes away attention. So, mm-hmm. so I don't know where that, that leads me. So, for me, I think it's Halliburton that's the best right now. And mm-hmm. I think that even though Dame's having a down year for him, just what he's still able to do, like, even on a down year, I still think Dame's that Dame, a... like, he's shooting, he's almost 61% from true shooting at this point. Like, and he's <laughs> having so. a down year mm-hmm. shooting. Like, that's the crazy part about it. You can drop the, the graphic now, Dooch, and Put our beautiful faces back on the on the screen here, uh, but I'm I'm pleasantly surprised that we all just was like it's Tyrese Halliburton, mm-hmm. like number one Halliburton for sure. I think mm-hmm. who's behind him, I think is Dame for me personally. Um, if not Dame, then it's Brunson. I would put Brunson right there with him as well. Can I address Jeff real quick? We can't put Jalen Suggs up there. He only even averaged 15 points, bro. Everybody up there was averaging <laughs> at least 23. He ain't even averaging more than two assists, bro. We can't put Jalen Suggs nah, up there. I'm sorry. Talking. I don't think he was serious. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Crackberry asks, do we think LaMelo would at least be in the combo if he hadn't gotten injured? Yes. He, he could have been. Yeah. He could have been. I don't, I'll say yes. Personally, I don't, just because like their team was going to be terrible whether he played or not. Yeah, but the points, rebounds, assists, he would have been up there. I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> we were just talking about raw numbers, though. Yeah. 
And with the like, raw numbers, just the Melo will give you the 23 to 25. He'll give you the 10 assists. He'll give you about five rebounds a game. Unless what you're saying is that the are are you saying that regardless of what Lamelo does, like it doesn't lead to winning basketball? Is that what you're what you're? I want to go that far. I'm just saying, like I think that the team performance matters, which also is part of the reason why I think Trae that Young's, rate trade so yeah. low. Like Trey can do everything, but it doesn't lead to winning. So yeah, I guess I was agreeing with what you said. <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> putting the pieces together. Yeah, but I, I mean, like I don't necessarily put that much on Lamelo just because he's younger and the team around him is terrible um but like i think that that matters like the context was with it within which that they put these numbers matters because like dame did all that last year i don't think he's the worst player because he's putting up worse numbers now but he has more space and opportunity to get his shit off in portland than he did in milwaukee so like those numbers are depressed a little bit because he's playing with more talent yeah that happened. I, just I guess it's the opposite of what i just said about Maxie, <laughs> but I saw, and I wanted to shout out Tyrese Maxey because he's made a jump this season for sure. So definitely give him some love, give Brunson some love, and give Trey some love. But even with the team performing bad, like, would the trade happen? No, I said fuck him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to show some love. The point guard conversation was interesting me in the East, but yeah, clean sweep here. Tyrese Halliburton in this moment, best point guard in the East. Yeah. And when the Bucks played the Pacers, he was the best that point guard on the floor. Uh, yeah. yeah. Tim. All right. Uh, I guess a wee bit more serious. Um, mine was going to be on the new rule change in the NBA's award race uh, with the minimum amount of games being missed being 18, I believe, right? They have to play at least. They, they, they got to miss more 65 than, games. Yeah, I don't 65 know, 82 games. 82 minus 65, whatever that 17. is. 17. So the issue with this, I guess, comes into play. Like We, we talked about it before the season started, about if it was fair to the players and not things of that nature. So now we're kind of seeing it in action. And currently there's a couple players who could miss out on opportunities, one being, as we just talked about, Tyrese Halliburton. So we know that he got hurt. We know that in the midst of this, if he ended up missing more than his fair share game, more than 17 games, he can no longer qualify for the All-NBA. He can no longer qualify for the MVPs or any of the comeback players or most improved or any of those awards he's no longer qualified for. But in that being the case, because he's still under his rookie year, this is his fourth year in the league now, third or fourth year in the league, he now falls under that if you get All-NBA in your first years, it bumps up. It bumps to the Supermax for him as opposed to just getting the regular max. So players of that ilk, you also include the Joel Embiid's and stuff like that. So if you have players like them being disqualified from the MVP conversations, you don't get the, damn, bro, here you go. Mm. <laughs> you now have to decide on other players. And it's not more so... Is it I fair? Guess, what's your question? It's not more so is it more fair to the players. This is, I guess, more so the impact on the players and how do you feel... Before I say that, you do get a chance, if you don't qualify, you do get a chance to do a waiver. So you can put a waiver in, like, hey, I don't think it's fair that I don't qualify because I had it was a legit busted injury. my knee up. It wasn't. Correct. I wasn't I just was resting. resting. Yeah. Things of that nature. So you do get the chance to do that. But I guess my question more so is how big of an impact does this actually take effect on some of these players? And I think that we've seen throughout this year that guys are just playing more. Like, Mm-hmm. LeBron had like a back-to-back that sandwiched his birthday 
Like it was like mm-hmm. he had a game the day of his birthday, and then the next day it's like mm-hmm. in years past I feel like he would sat one. Of he would have sat at least one of yeah, them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like or if not both. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas this year he played them both. Mm-hmm. The Bucks have had countless backs to backs. Giannis has played in pretty much all of them. Whereas yeah. years past, he probably would have sat out one or two of them. The Celtics recently, that probably played a factor into. I didn't even think about that until now. Like they played the first. Granted, we was smoking their ass, but mm-hmm. the starters all played the first half, so you can't. So it still qualifies as a game correct. play. Correct. So I like think I think that, that it, the Clippers. Yeah. Kawhi's played more <laughs> games <laughs> he's so far floor. this season than he's played in probably multiple seasons combined. So it's like. I think that it's changed the behavior, um, which is all that they were trying to do. I think that a lot of these waivers will probably wind up being approved because, like, these are legit injuries. Correct. Like, and we saw Tr- Tyrese Halliburton get hurt. Like, yeah. it's it's legit. Like, he he strained his groin or whatever it was. And B again, has played more this season than he has in years past. And he legit and got he, hurt. I, he seems like he's legitimately hurt and dealing mm-hmm. with the knee thing. But like, I think he's playing tonight, which. He's on the second end of a back-to-back. He's playing against Jokic, which he's usually ducked. Um, <laughs> like it's it's changed the behavior. So I think that it's been a success in that regard. Like it kind of sucks that somebody gets disqualified on a technicality, yeah. but it's also the players' union agreed to it. So yeah, they were fine with implementing this as the threat because sixty-five seems arbitrary. So it's like what, what what do you put the number at? You know what I mean? Like so it's like y'all agreed to that number, so. Whatever happens, it's kind of like in y'all, you know, it's part of your, you made that decision to agree to it. Um, so I don't have a problem with it. I'm fine with it. I think that it was unofficially included in some people's Game award plan. votes before anyway. So, like, now they have something to point to. Like, hey, this guy didn't play enough games, so I'm not going to put him on my Thing. Whereas before, it's kind of like somebody, the number might be 65. Other people might be 55. Other people might be 75. Like... You made a good point. You, I, when you said Kawhi's played more, and I'm thinking just the first half of the season, I feel like Kawhi's played most games that he's played in the mm. first half of the season. Hell, AD has played more games in the first half of the season than he's played in recent years. Like a lot of the cats that truly do be just, uh, I'm gonna just rest and then I'll make the final push the last month or two of the season, have played a lot more recently so I feel like I'm coming in here uh, drinking on the Kool-Aid without knowing the flavor but yeah. basically what I said is that it's no I mean I'm getting oh, the gist okay. but like my question is is it the rule or is it like are these guys just healthier this year I think it's the rule I think and it's rule. because to me part of what I always hear too with players is always saying like it's not me who doesn't want to play it's my team telling me I need to sit down so mm-hmm. I wonder if this rule actually gives the players a bit more reason to be able to push back and say like no actually I am going to yeah. be playing this game because you're not about to cost me millions mm-hmm. yeah. and that's what I was going to say I think it's giving them more ammunition to fight back with Yeah, like it's like hey I feel like I can go and I don't want to miss this game because it might cost me at the end whereas before it was just like but it's best for the team right. if you sit and it's best for your knee because you need to rest it and blah 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 it's like fuck that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was also like shooting like game. national televised games. Like we just had Steph, but Steph was playing was a lot earlier. So, and I understood that, and he legitimately didn't play against the Bucks because of rest. It's only his third missed game, like so that's not going to affect him like that. So those games are still there and available for them to use if they need be. If you're doing that for 17 games, now that's completely different. No, I feel it. I feel it. Okay. Wrestling time. Wrestling. Indeed. Let's get to the grabs. Let's get to the pro wrestling. Damn, I forgot to take a picture of it. 
Okay. Take a picture of wrestling? I was writing notes about my topic earlier, and I had years and reasons, but I forgot to take a picture of it. It was, it was handwritten. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to just get my out the way. The Royal Rumble pool is open. Royal Rumble is next week, Saturday. So please make sure that you email us, tweet us, Instagram us, Facebook us, whatever. Mm -hmm. Whatever platform we on. Shit, you can put it in the comments right now. Mm -hmm. uh, whatever platform you on, if you want to be in the Royal Rumble pool, just let us know. Uh, we just got to have a way to contact you if you win. Right. Um, but yeah, I'll repost it on our social media channels and make sure that you just drop us a comment. Let us know. Technicalfilepod at gmail.com if you need to email us. There you go. For sure. Can. Right, no, it's me. So there was an interesting news story in in the in the cycle. Uh apparently Hulk Hogan had to come to the rescue. This brother. <laughs> he saved somebody? He did. Yes, bro. Oh, he actually did. <laughs> apparently he was driving and he saw a car flip over in front of him and he rushed into action, oh. helped the young lady out the car. Her airbags had deployed, he had some tools in his car he used to deflate them to help her get out the car. He literally helped save this woman from this car accident. And I just kept thinking, like, could you imagine if you got in a car accident and you just sitting there like, oh, shoot, like, I'm messed up, whatever the case may be. You upside down. And then you see Hulk Hogan. He was wearing an NWO t-shirt. <laughs> oh, what? He had on the black NWO with the tight ass with the headband. With the headband. With the tight ass gear. And next thing you know, you hear is like, give me your hand, brother. Or like, <laughs> like. I thought I was dead for real. Right. <laughs> I ain't no fucking way Hulk Hogan is saving me right now. We well, got the bandana and the NWO. With the NWO? Like, oh, no, it's, I'm, I'm definitely dead. Because ain't no way, boy. He probably wouldn't running. have saved you, though. Yeah. Right. That's, that's I was, why I would have thought I was dead. The first question is like, <laughs> <laughs> it was a white woman. Wasn't it? it had to be. You know, I just know. If it was a naysayer, it definitely wouldn't have got saved. It was a naysayer. He was like, you know, like, you know what, brother? I, my mistake, brother. I'm sorry. I thought you were somebody else, brother. You should have ate your Wheaties. Mr. Crack. Barry added, heard his theme music was playing in the background the whole time. That would be nuts. When it comes crashing he down. Oh, no, 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 no. You better get the guitars And Mr. Crackberry also added that uh, he broke uh, kayfabe because N.W.O. Hogan would have spray painted the car and drove And I... Oh, I got you, Jeff Boogs. Yeah, we got you in the Royal Rumble pool, so you you all in there. So yeah, I be like Jeff. You call him Jeff. Oh, Boots. <laughs> but I, I just had to bring it up because I just couldn't believe that Hulk Hogan in the NWO T-shirt literally saved somebody from That's a car funny. wreck. Yeah, no, I definitely would have thought I died. That is funny. dude. Or I was hallucinating. One of the Some, two. Yeah. Like it was a rap. Wasn't Hogan like, the first one? I think they used to beam his beard, right? <laughs> he was the first thing that did that. Yeah, he was yeah, the first one I... Yeah. <laughs> Fab had to be, beam me, brother. When I found out that the, the skullet was actually a hairpiece... Mm -hmm. Wait, what? Yes. Yeah. It was a man unit? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's a Steve Harvey, bro. Yeah, bro. He had a man he ain't putting none in the hairline. Damn. Dang, he just had the back drape. Yeah. Yes. With the ball on top. He just get out the bed like... I guess he figured with the bandana on it, don't... It do oh. matter, fam. <laughs> Because he always take that motherfucker off. Right, it always came off in the rain. And just to finish up my part, in case you were wondering, the, the young woman was not injured. She was just really shaken up because when your car turns over, of course you're going to be shaken up. No. So. Do they have her name? Hey, no. 
I was gonna say I can guess. I guess. No ethnicity. name. No he name. He ripped the door off with them twenty-four inch pythons. Bro. I don't think he ripped the door off. But the pythons. Hogan to the rescue this week. Shout out to Hogan, Hogan man. Hogan opened the door. Yeah. That's you. First time that's ever been yeah, said. Yeah, so I'm gonna shout out Hogan. Yeah, we shout you out this you know, time. Saving people. Yeah, that's about it though. You back on the fucking list. <laughs> um, so Rock and Roman is um, likely not to happen at Elimination Chamber. Figured. Ooh. Yeah, I think everybody kind of understood Tim. that. Yeah, I held Tim, Tim had a whole Listen, thing that I, he wanted. Part of the reason why I love wrestling is because I love living in the realm of disbelief. <laughs> That's fair. And suspended reality. Like, I, I I love the fantasy shit about wrestling, and I hold on to the hope that some of that shit may actually happen. So I try to hold on with my the optimistic guy that I am <laughs> that some of these things may actually happen. It's a WrestleMania matchup. When we had the conversation, I was kind of on the face. I'm like, yeah, but Cody. And then, like, after we went off the air, I'm kind of like, but it's The Rock in Roman. Like, right. you can put that on a poster and sell, you know, subscriptions to the network so it's like yes that's obviously going to be like their priority which sucks for Cody like they it seems like every 10 years they do a triple threat main event so and he might sneak in that way and that's the thing too because Tim's Wrestlemania prediction was CM Punk CM Punk with Roman and Rock and that still doesn't make sense to me like if there was going to be a triple threat I think Cody would be the third one in there not CM Punk but which actually, yeah. if you look at it from Cody's perspective, if he's finishing the story, it's like that's even that. better for me. Like I want the I want the triple threat. Like I know the one on one mania main event is, you know, the holy grail. But it's like you get a match with The Rock and Roman, and you probably going over. So, hey, <laughs> so no no elimination chamber, Rock and Roman, which although again, like Australia is trying to get him to come, so he might be at. Him being the rock might be at Elimination Chamber, but Roman ain't gonna be there. Yeah, Roman ain't gonna be ain't nowhere but the Rumble and WrestleMania. Yeah. When it comes to the big pay per views, like that brother be using his PTO, and I don't blame him. <laughs> hey, we're, gonna, we're gonna block Triple T this week, bro. You just a little too aggressive for me this week, my guy. You just you he, just he be out it, here. He, he nah, he just he too aggressive this Wait, week. Go, he need to go take he, a nap. He, he just told Tim, now nah, you was just oh, wrong, bro. He, just, nah, he, he, yo, just yo, to, he just need to take a nap. He yo, yo, lay down somewhere. He tired. He was right though. Coming in angry. He ain't wrong. Jeff said, uh, I don't need your coast. Truly against the NXT should blow your mind. Okay. It's like, give me what I want. That's what I want. But Rock and Roman is what we all want. Mm-hmm. And it looks like, according to Mr. Crackberry, it looks like Amazon Prime is the leading candidate to pick up Monday Night Raw. That's what I've been hearing. As Go back to last well. week and see my thoughts on like moving stuff to streaming. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Wrestling's less serious than the NFL, though. Wrestling fans going to go everywhere. They're going to go where they need to. Is it my turn? It's yes. like, damn, like, I got to have two subscriptions to follow at WWE you now. That would suck. But, speaking of what sucks... I think the money in the bank contract really don't... Is this still a big deal, really? So, I ask that because the money in the bank contract and the man who wins the money in the bank, the initial draw was you and have women. the chance... Hmm? And women. And women, now. But initially it was... Money in the bank contract draw was that you have any a shot at any time to cash in on a champion. So, it was always the, oh my God, they're going to do it today, they're going to do it tomorrow, whatever the case may be, the champ hurt, blah, blah, blah. And so I was just kind of looking at the history of them, and I'm like, in recent history, like, I don't know how big of a deal it would be. Let's 
let me give you a couple examples. Okay, so that's what I was gonna ask you. Like when you say big, like what do, what do you consider big deal? Do you mean like, like Seth Rollins was the epitome of cashing in the money in the bank okay. contract, but. Like Again, before it was used as kind of like a stepping stone to make somebody correct. You give it to the guy manager. who you know is next up, mm-hmm. and then they will cash in, get the belt, and right. then they will go on and carry the title for right. a few yeah. or whatever. But now, 2017, Baron Corbin cashed in on Jinder Mahal, lost. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> yes. 2018, Braun Strowman cashed in before the match for Hell in Cell, lost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think from a storytelling perspective, I don't know you're gonna keep going, but like they needed to start in. Including some losses because it's like it can't just be automatic. This is the champion. Like you got int- introduce some type of suspense. Damian Sandow cashing in on John Cena. <laughs> Who? That's when he was hot. That was my boy. That's man. when he was hot. I, I love, don't know who that is. I love Damian Sandow. <laughs> I don't even yeah, know what it proving is. Proving his point. Go ahead. <laughs> and then you have what was another one? Then they had the one where Cena cashed in on CM Punk and, and, and lost. That was. Or no, enough. I think he won that one. No, he lost. No, CM Punk didn't. Uh, no, he lost because it was DQ because it was Because he, he's the one who announced his ahead of time. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to cash mine in because I'm John Cena and I do everything by the book. And then you have a guy like Brock <laughs> in 2019 cashing in on set. It's not a rising star. Brock had the bet, uh, the money in the bank. It's not somebody who's up and coming. It was already Brock Lesnar. He was part-time Brock at the time. So now we have 19... God damn, it's 2012, 2012, 2019, 2013, 2017, 2018. So this is recent-ish. Mm-hmm. But it's like, in recent memory, these cash-ins ain't really been with the next rising star. It ain't really been an actual dub with it. Like right now you have Damian Priest has it who fits the qualification of a rising star. who fit, But you have so many different big stars right now being involved in the main event title. Like, when do he cash in before WrestleMania? When's the opportunity? And then if he does, for example, Sheamus, he cashed in once. He had the belt for like two weeks. Another person cashed in. Who had a, like I said, I had her all wrote down. But another person cashed in. They had it for a month, and mm-hmm. then it was turned over. So it's like even if they cashed in, they're not really holding the belt. So, so what's the point? Or is it as important? Or now it's just strictly a storyline prop as opposed to actually being what it was meant to be in the first place, which mm-hmm. was to help boost a young up-and-coming star who you feel like should be a next champ. So I think I look at the briefcase differently. I don't look at it purely as something for just young dudes because of who they have been putting in the matches. Like I think of it more as a storyline driver yeah. than anything else. So if you can use this briefcase to tell me a good story, mm-hmm. like I'm here for it. Yeah. But otherwise, like, no. Because, for example, Damian Priest has it now, but the way they were able to tease the cash in it, yeah, when perfect. Randy Orton came back, mm-hmm. like, like, that was beautiful. It really like, that, was. it helped advance the story. Like, mm-hmm. it was so beautiful how that happened. And then I think of, like, um, who was a good one for me, bro? I was just like, dang, like that. When Dean cashed in on Seth Rollins, where you're just like, mm-hmm. oh, like you would come out here now and like the the storyline aspect of it for me is a bigger driver than like, is it going to boost a young talent? Like mm-hmm. if you can tell like, me a good story, I don't that I'm cool with however you want to tell it. And I feel like because it has to happen every year, like some years they just don't have a storyline yeah. for it. And so like they either blow through it really quickly, like the night of <laughs> Money in the Bank or like. They lose it at some point and get it on somebody that they want, which to just point, like Otis won the match, but then Miz got the title um, or the title shot. Um, and which actually, I think he did get the title on it. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like now with Priest, where it's like they didn't really have a plan for it, which I think was also the thing with Austin Theory. It's like yeah. Roman having being the only one with a belt and not working 
and having a clear understanding of like I'm keeping this belt for a long ass time. Like they didn't have anything to do with it. So they've mm-hmm. kind of like been spinning their wheels for the last couple of years. Right. And like, I don't think that they want to beat Seth this quickly on the fluke shit because they're trying to establish the new title. So yeah. it's like for storyline reasons, like it's like, we don't really have anything to do with it, but right. we'll keep it around because it builds suspense. And it's like, Oh, it's this thing kind of hanging out there. What are they going to do with it? And it's kind of like they're get out of jail free car sometimes. Like, they put on Brock and Roman as the <laughs> main event of Mania. They didn't want either one of them walking out with the title. Like, hey, Seth, Girl, perfect. And that's <laughs> probably one of my favorite cash ins because yeah. we were just like, wait, what? <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> uh, but again, like it, it forces creativity because it's another storyline element that you have to account for. And like sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But like that's kind of beauty of it. It's like sometimes they don't have a plan, or sometimes they don't have a good thing to use it on, and they just get creative and try something and I think that's part of why they've changed to say like it doesn't just have to be for the world heavyweight title mm-hmm. you can use it to cash in on anything because if one thing they're trying to do is establish more longevity with the belts mm-hmm. you then the cash in stuff like you can't keep doing that often because now you're switching belts back and forth back and forth and if you want the longevity championships you have to find different ways to tell the story which is Julian pointed out with the job they're doing with Priest right now saying I like that they're taking their time with it and waiting for a right moment rather than enforcing it because even the teases have been interesting where mm-hmm. it's just like this is <laughs> I don't know when he's going to do it which belt he's going to use it on but like it's funny it's fun watching how they're able to incorporate it it is to a degree but they're also making him look very stupid because like every time he teases a cash and it's like it's for the dumbest reasons that it doesn't work and it's like I don't know if this is really making the character stronger <laughs> I feel like the Randy Orton one wasn't dumb because Randy just came and interrupted it during the uh I, I mean, I, there have been multiple times that he's come out with the briefcase and, like, Drew McIntyre. Last, didn't it happen last night where Drew McIntyre came and, like, punched week, him? Yeah. It was like, yeah, something like that. Go take care of it. Like, ha- you got a whole <laughs> faction. Like, just have them around you to make sure somebody don't that. jump in. Oh, he cashing it in and champ ain't hurt yet? They're like, bro, if you'd have waited. <laughs> he trying to be trying to <laughs> Mr. Above the Ground, blah, 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 blah. But. No, I think that's an interesting question. Though. I, I like the money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the face. money in the bank. Yeah, I just look at it a little bit differently. Uh, not necessarily like a young dude thing, but just a just a storyline driver. Oh, fun fact. Our truth was Mr. Perfect's last appointment. God damn, truth is old. I was Ooh. talking, I think I was talking to Tim about this earlier. Was it you I was talking about having a cake quick? Mm-mm. Our troop been around so long. When he was K Quick, I, f- fuck I definitely had a K Quick picture in my in my Jeez. room as a teenager. <laughs> That's what he used to I had, a, I had a wrestling yeah, wall of just all the wrestlers I liked. Mm-hmm. So K Quick was up there. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Truth is so old, he got pictures with Tupac. It <laughs> 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 is like an adult Truth. Like, it's not like a little kid. And he's still money. He he just Colors. overtook as the uh, he just took over as the Leader highest merch, merch seller. Yeah. They oh, just released the uh, yeah. They just released the Tom and Nick. <laughs> Tom and Nick Mysterio. Mysterio T-shirt. It says Three Amigos, <laughs> and then it says Tom Nick, and then it's our truth in the middle with two <laughs> Doms next to him. That's funny. Did they really put him in like their graphic, like the AR graphic so. yeah. Yeah, at the beginning? Yeah. And he just smiling. <laughs> Be cracking me up, like he. Our truth is gold, bro. Yeah, he's a man. he's a treasure. We talked about him like a couple weeks yeah. ago. What he's doing with uh, Judgment Day is hilarious. Let's get these quick hits and get out of here. Okay, uh, we mentioned Kawhi Leonard signing his extension. Uh, Zubak for the Clippers. He's going to be reevaluated in four weeks. He has a calf injury, so 
Hopefully it's not too long for him. And then the Raptors and Pacers are engaged in the Pascal Siakam trade talks involving Bruce Brown and draft picks. I'm sure once we leave here, it'll be official because, as Tim pointed out, that's how it goes. Bill Belichick mutually parted ways with the New England Patriots, and he interviewed with the Falcons. There are people saying that Belichick should go and coach the Cowboys, and I'm like, that's not going to work. He going to be no. on my hit list next year. Jer- Don't do that. No, no I'm talking about a hit list. I mean, Jerry Jones ain't going. Jerry remembers what working with Bill Parcells was like. He ain't going down that road again. He wants somebody he can control. Mm. Which is also why uh, Harbaugh ain't going there. Mm. Harbaugh might have to be in college for so long. He might be like, you know what? I'm used to this. I, 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 I can handle this. I can handle this. <laughs> no, he he his own boss in college. Like he He's not going to work for Jerry Jones. That's why he's looking at the Chargers. Shoot, if he got a Jerry Jones check, he might. We'll see. We'll, we'll I mean, see here, what uh, first, I don't know what's yeah. driving Harbaugh's decision of like this is the situation I want to coach in, but he's a more feasible option than Bill Belichick, but one might argue neither one are too feasible. Uh and then Stephen A. Smith had uh, some mm. some beef in the in the in these uh, <laughs> virtual intended. streets. <laughs> Whole lot of beef. Against Jason Whitlock. That fat bastard. That man tweeted out. I haven't said his name, but I got some for that fat bastard and everybody was like, Oh, what is this gonna be about? And then we saw the teaser trailer. I'm gonna call it a trailer because that's what I feel like it was at this point. Next thing you know, Stephen A. Smith has a whole episode of the Stephen A. Smith show where he is just going in on Jason Whitlock. <laughs> I don't personally like saying Jason Whitlock's name. Um, I like have a nine. He was redacted for, on our show for a while. We just called him Uncle Ruckus. Uh, and we'll con- <laughs> Whose laugh was that? Oh, wait a second. I said, how'd the laugh get thrown from across? All right, but yeah. Uncle Ruckus got cooked. I'm curious to know, like, how, like, what type of impact that episode had on Stephen A's... Podcast show? Yeah, because I think he said he was approaching, like, 600,000 subscribers... Maybe not because it says five seventeen. So like, I'm just curious because like, I know everybody at least saw clips from that show. A lot. I watched that show for the first time ever, and I'm no, I'm sure I'm not the only ones. Um, I, I watched it. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't subscribed, but I did I watch that one either. episode. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see if they have numbers here. Finally responded. I mean, 1.6 million views. By far his highest view. Yeah, I'm looking at two hundred three thousand. 54k, 55k, 66k. So yeah, 1.6 million views of that episode. It was worth it. Like I, I had to like fast forward through the Aaron Rodgers part and I didn't give a fuck about that. But when he started cooking, <laughs> that man said he was worse than a white supremacist. Damn. Yeah. Which also fair, because it's like if you if you black and you side with white supremacists, like you worse than them. Hey, you hate on your own people. Yeah. Mm. But it also felt like Uncle it's like when you your parents cuss for the first time, where it's just like <laughs> my mom cuss around me now, and I still it's still strange to me. Yeah, it's just like hearing yeah. hearing Stephen A. Smith call anybody a bitch is just like yeah. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know he I didn't know he knew that word. <laughs> he uh, seemed like he'd be cussing all the time he too. Do. Yeah, but we just ain't used to yeah. hearing it. Mm. But yeah, it was interesting. I was like, you definitely trying to get your. You, you was talking to Shannon Sharp and was like, huh? You got how? It did what? <laughs> like you got how many Kat. views? Yeah, yeah. With Cat, shout out to Shannon Sharp for that interview too. By the way, shout out. 
people, some people were saying he didn't do a good enough job interviewing. Shit, that was great. He Sometimes let him cook. You gotta listen yeah, to you just let him cook. cook. Like y'all did let me in the beginning of the show. I, I appreciate y'all. Mm. I heard when you started running out. I was like, okay, mm. now it's time for us to come in here. But yeah, you gotta let somebody cook sometime. Like, you gotta let him cook. And that's what, first of all, Shannon Sharp introduced Cat Williams. And Cat pretty much said, Off top. I got it from here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the introduction. This is some good alcohol and F. Steve Harvey. And you're like, wait a second, what? <laughs> But also, that was the thing that stood out to me about Stephen A. show. Is like he was talking for fifty nine minutes and twenty four seconds, yep, just by himself, just having a conversation with the camera. Essentially, I'm like, doing this show with four people is tough enough for me to try to talk over an hour, and he just did it by himself, extemporaneous. I mean, he had notes, but yeah, he do it like three times a week. Yeah, he do. Yeah, people three who times a week. solo shows. You gotta have it. That's great, fam. That's tough to do. That is an hour by yourself. Because you basically gotta have a conversation with yourself without it seeming like you're having a conversation with yourself. Mm -hmm. you gotta be entertaining. Mm. You gotta have, yeah, it's a lot that goes into it. I mean, that. when you sprinkle in the cussing, that helps. <laughs> That's what I have. Mine's gonna be that. Cussing grandson. <laughs> <laughs> can't gonna start doing a, a stand up. Exactly. I'm gonna. And let me tell you about the one time, uh, <laughs> no. But you old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to have callers and something in mind. You, yeah, Definitely yeah. Definitely have to. Like our old radio show when we was kids. Hell yeah, cracking. All right, we're going to get out of here. Hope y'all enjoyed the show this week. We definitely had some fun with y'all. So, mm -hmm. as a reminder, if you have not already, please subscribe to the pod on the YouTube. Hit the notification bell. If you're in the comments, make sure you hit that like button. We appreciate everybody who stopped by in the comments. It was, yeah, it was popping today. today. Yeah. So, we appreciate all y'all for stopping through. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, like, subscribe, rate, review, share the show, all that stuff. What that word of mouth do, we want to know. So, show us. Hmm. And, uh... Yeah, join the Rumble Pool if you have not already. And I think that's all the business. Uh, I don't have the any parting words of, of, of wisdom oh, outside merch. of just... Black quarterback. There's plenty of them in the playoffs right ah. now. I'll go get you some shirts. Yep. Do it. Cop it. Just saying, uh, stay stay warm, y'all. Hell, it's cold as, as the big dog. The hawk is out. The hawk out there for sure. I saw somebody on my Facebook friend say she was talking to her son and say, you better dress, you better put some uh, a hat on the hawk outside. And he said, the what? And she said, the hawk. And he said, what? So it's a bird? <laughs> and she just stared at him. And he, he was like, mommy, like, please tell me. Like, what are you talking about? And it made me think, like, why do we say the hawk outside? Hey, man, country. I don't know. We know I'm people from down south, so I heard it all my life. Aren't most of ours. So if you know the etymology of that phrase. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. But that, that hawk out there, though. It is. It's out there bad. So we're going to get out of here so we can get home to some warm uh, roofs over our heads and some food in our stomach. So <laughs> to end the show, if you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On Twitter, Instagram, these PSN 2K streets at Camille Monet, C-A-M-I-L-L-E-M-O-N-A-E. Por qué? Uh, <laughs> Bucks burner on Twitter. That's all you get. That's all you get. Everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. K Harris two sixteen on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy T I M K I N Z. I ran out of energy. A K A <laughs> your boy Ass Ketchum. A K A Mister Give It To Me. I'll holler at y'all later. Y'all have a good night, except for the Dallas fans and this hater you down got here. Some parting bars while I'm over the outro. I might have a ball too. Oh, nobody want to hear that shit. I might have a ball too. Nobody want to hear that Why shit. Why give them to you? Goddamn it! Oh, let's go. <laughs> what you mean? He got belated uh, bears jokes. So if you got any, oh damn, you, you gonna put the you gonna put the bear jokes into the uh, to the rap? 
in the show, fam? It's Brick Outside. I never heard the whole. That's some New York. That's some East Coast. It's Brick Outside, B. I think the funniest thing I ever heard about It's Bad Brick Outside, B. I was at school at MSOE. It was a man, it's hard nipples cold out here. Hard. That's just somebody. That ain't no common you said. I heard it. I heard it one time. When it came out my mouth. I fucked with it. Some hard nipples. This nigga wanted to get talking about some nipples, man. Bye. It's hard yeah, dimples yeah. outside. It makes sense to me. Yo, yo, beat playing if you gonna rap. Am I beat playing? This, you damn. Know. I wouldn't know this if I had my headphones. I had no headphones. I had no shit on all day. Hold on, let me catch my beat. This let me catch this beat. Get up out in the streets. <laughs> I had to grab the mic and get up on this one more time. Whoa. These Dallas fans ain't got nothing Whoa. on my guy but my time. I'm saying, I'm just trying to get them playing. You oh, know I gotta geez. let it go. Damn. Jesus. <laughs> hey, this is. Hey, this is. <laughs> it was terrible. No, it was good. Bad. Terrible. That's a bad one. It was bad. That was bad as bad. Hey, the cowboy. Hey, I'm trying to catch the beat. Ball after dark out here right. until. Deuce didn't tell me he was playing my beat, oh, bro. Oh man, this is. <laughs> <laughs> Headphones. This man put his.